0: Psalms for the third day morning prayer, Psalms 15, 16, 17. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may abide upon your holy hill? Whoever leads a blameless life and does what is right, who speaks the truth from their hearts? There is no guile upon his tongue. He does no evil to his friend. He does not heap contempt upon his neighbor. In his sight, the wicked is rejected, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He has sworn to do no wrong and does not take back his word. He does not give his money in hope of gain, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things shall never be overthrown. Protect me, O God, for I take refuge in you. I have said to the Lord, You are my Lord, my good above all other. All my delight is upon the godly that are in the land, upon those who are noble among the people. But those who run after other gods shall have their troubles multiplied. Their libations of blood I will not offer nor take the names of the gods upon my lips O lord you are my portion and my cup it is you who uphold my lot my boundaries enclose a pleasant land indeed i have a goodly heritage i will bless the lord who gives me counsel my heart teaches me night after night i have set the lord always before me Because he is at my right hand, I shall not fall. My heart, therefore, is glad, and my spirit rejoices. My body also shall rest in hope. For you will not abandon me to the grave, nor let your Holy One see the pit. You will show me the path of life, and your presence there is fullness of joy. And in your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Hear my plea of innocence, O Lord. Give heed to my cry. Listen to my prayer, which does not come from lying lips. Let my vindication come forth from your presence. Let your eyes be fixed on justice. Weigh my heart, summon me by night. Melt me down, you will find no impurity in me. I give no offense with my mouth as others do. I have heeded the words of your lips. My footsteps hold fast to the ways of your law, and your path my feet shall not stumble. I call upon you, O God, for you will answer me. Incline your ear to me and hear my words. Show me your marvelous loving kindness, O Savior of those who take refuge at your right hand for those who are rising up against them. Keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadow of your wings from the wicked who assault me, from the deadly enemies who surround me. They have closed their heart to pity and their mouth speaks proud things. They press me hard. Now they surround me watching how they may cast me to the ground like a lion greedy for its prey and like a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, confront them and bring them down. Deliver me from the wicked by your sword. Deliver me, O Lord, by your hand from those whose portion in this world, whose bellies you fill with treasure, who are well supplied with children and leave their wealth to their little ones. But at my vindication, I shall see your face. When I awake, I shall be satisfied beholding your likeness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 16, beginning at the twelfth verse. The sixth angel poured his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up in order to prepare the way for the kingdoms of the east. And I saw three foul spirits like frogs coming from the mouth of the dragon, from the mouth of the beast, and from the mouth of the false prophet. These are dominic spirits performing signs who go abroad in the king's And the whole world to assemble them for battle on the great day of God Almighty. See, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake in his clothes, not going about naked and exposed to shame. And they assembled them at the place in Hebrew is called Harmaigan. The seventh angel poured his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne, saying, It is done. And there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a violent earthquake, such as had not occurred since people were once upon the earth. So violent was that earthquake. The great city was split into three parts, and the city of the nations fell. God remembered great Babylon and gave her the wine cup in the fury of his wrath. And every island fled away, and no mountains were to be found, and huge hailstones, each weighing about a hundred pounds, dropped from heaven on people, until they cursed God for the plague of the hail. So fearful was that plague. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel, Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 13, beginning at the 18th verse. Jesus said, What is the kingdom of God like, and to what should I compare it? It is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in the garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. And again he said, To what should I compare the kingdom of God? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until it all was leavened. Jesus went throughout one town and village after another, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? He said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. When one, the owner of the house, has got up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us, then in reply he will say to you, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank with you when you taught us in the streets. But he will say, I do not know where you come from. Go away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you outsiders thrown out. Then people will come from east and west, north and south, and will eat in the kingdom of God. Indeed, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord,
1: A revelation for Thursday, following Proper 26. Today's reading is from the Revelations of Divine Love by Dame Julian of Norwich, circa 1417. It is the way of God to set good against evil. So Jesus Christ, who sets good against evil, is our real mother. We owe our being to him. And this is the essence of motherhood and all the delightful, loving protection which ever follows. God is as really our mother as he is our father. He showed this throughout and particularly when he said that sweet word it is i in other words it is i who am the strength and goodness of fatherhood it is i who am the wisdom of motherhood it is i who am light and grace and blessed love i who am trinity i who am unity I, who am the sovereign goodness of every single thing. I, who enable you to love. I, who enable you to long. It is I, the eternal satisfaction of every genuine desire. For the soul is at its best, its most noble and honorable, when it is most lowly and humble and gentle. Springing from this fundamental source, and as part of our natural endowment, are all the virtues of our sensual nature, aided and abetted as they are by mercy and grace. Without such assistance, We should be in a poor way. Our Great Father, God Almighty, who is being, knew and loved us from eternity. Through his knowledge and in the marvelous depths of his charity, together with the foresight and wisdom of the whole blessed Trinity, he willed, that the second person should become our mother, brother, and Savior. Hence, it follows that God is as truly our mother as he is our father. Our father decides, our mother works. Our good Lord, the Holy Spirit, strengthens. So we ought to love our God in whom we have our own being, reverently thanking him and praising him for creating us, earnestly beseeching our mother for mercy and pity, and our Lord the Spirit for help and grace. For in these three is contained our life, nature, mercy, grace. From these, we get our humility, gentleness, patience, and pity. From them, too, we get our hatred of sin and wickedness. It is the function of virtue to hate these. So we see that Jesus is the true mother of our nature, for he made us. He is our mother, too, by grace, because he took our created nature upon himself. All the lovely deeds and tender services that beloved motherhood implies are appropriate to the second person. In him, the godly will is always safe and sound, both in nature and grace, because of his own fundamental goodness. I came to realize that there were three ways of looking at God's motherhood. The first is based on the fact that our nature is made. The second is found in the assumption of that nature. There begins the motherhood of grace. The third is the motherhood of work which flows out over all by that same grace. The length and breadth and height and depth of it is everlasting. And so is his love. Here ends today's revelation.
0: I believe in God Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity and in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy, Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.